the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're great. As far as your, the tasting today, there's we tasted a uh, It's all 19. And uh, yeah. fantastic wines. What's your thought about the vintage? So um, it was the first vintage. So I took over the winemaking in 2019 and Michael came on oh, as okay. our consulting winemaker. So it's a big, um, big change for us. So our old winemaker, Anthony Filiberti, he vinified the 18s and then left after harvest. So Michael and I actually took over in October, November of 2018, did the elevage blending, bottling of the 18s, and but 19 is the first vintage from stem to stern. Um, the vintage as a whole is, the, the growing season was very, actually very mild, very easy. Um, there were no major weather events. It, you know, it's funny, I just wrote my vintage report for 2019 and I, I had it in my head that it was a warmer vintage than it was. I went back and looked at our, you know, our highs for every single day during the growing season and there were really no heat spikes to speak of. Um, and then leading up to harvest, the weather was, you know, Michael told me that I was insanely lucky for a first time winemaker because the weather was so easy. So it gave us this gift of time, which is what you don't have when mm. you make one variety from one site. Everything tends to get ripe at once. But in 2019, we had a little pick and then we could test all our equipment worked and I could freak out and then I could calm down and then pick something else. And we really got to dial in the picks. And um, I think it shows in the specificity in the wines. The Westridge is really westy. The East is really East. Um, and I think, you know, importantly, too, for me and my team, um, it gave me a bit of breathing space for the first vintage. So, so all of these uh, vineyards are uh, very close to what they're all part of your estate. Correct. Well, the only wine that we make that's not 100% Hirsch is the Bohan mm -hmm. Dillon. Okay. That has fruit from a vineyard that's, there's only one vineyard contiguous to Hirsch. And that's our good neighbors, the Hellenthals. We buy a little bit of fruit from them and um, have for many years. And so that all What's, goes into Bohan. But everything else is from the Hirsch estate. And remind me how many hectares <coughs> the estate is of vineyards. 72 I mean, acres, acres, which I think sorry, is 28 yeah. 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 72 acres. Yeah. But it's really, and we it, sell. Uh, so the, it, it for me, what's ahead. interesting is like when I didn't realize that they're all part, you know, of, of the continuous estate and they really are different because, you know, a lot of times when you're tasting Pinots from Sonoma coast, you know, there's big, there's a uh, large distances from different vineyards. And of course you, you can really see difference of, of stuff that's higher up or occidental or, whatever and but all the wines are very different and actually when i think about it i think that you see more difference in 19 than you did for example in your 18s so mm -hmm. i think that's the best compliment that you can give i think to the 19s yeah. is really that the east ridge tastes distinctive from the west ridge because that's really or or whatever but because that's yeah. really the goal of of what we were trying to do in 19 i think i think it's really our responsibility both as farmers and as winemakers to say, what do I know about this vineyard? What do I know about its potential? And of course, through the wines that have been made from this vineyard, what do I know about how it should taste, right? Which of course is 
still somewhat of an idea in our heads if you don't have, you know, hundreds of years of terroir behind you to say, this is what Muzuni tastes like versus this is what Bomar tastes like. Um, mm. So it's still a bit of an idea, but I mean, all of the, the wines that are in front of you come from vineyards that are between, you know, 25 and 40 years old. So some experience. And so I think our job really is to figure out what choices can we make in the vineyard and now in the winery that are going to help the vineyard be more itself in the bottle. And there's really specific things that Michael and I spoke about for the vinification um, for the different parcels that we tried out in 2019 and, and some things that we didn't change at all because the vineyard is so strong, it doesn't need anything, you know, different or, um, and I think it does show in the wines and I'm so glad that you experienced yeah. that. What about the San Andreas Fault? That's a blend uh -huh. from all around the Hirsch vineyard. So it's hundred okay. percent Hirsch, like all of the wines. So the, the blends are Bohan Dillon, which is Hirsch and a little bit of Hellenthal fruit. The San Andreas, which is hundred percent Hirsch. There's about 30 different parcels that go into that wine. Oh, all I vinified see. Okay. separately, but then yes, then we select. And it's about sixty percent from the oldest vines and forty percent from the 20, 25 year old vines. And then the uh -huh. reserve is also a blend. It's essentially a selection of the Grand Cru parcels within Hirsch blended together. But the San Andreas, you know, that's this is our this is our flagship wine. This is the wine yeah. that my father says is the the representative of Hirsch because he wants there to be a wine that shows you the whole vineyard in one glass. And tannin is part of Hirsch, right? So when we thought yeah. about this wine, think about blending it, we're looking for something that has that charming, beautiful red fruit. I mean, we have these wonderful, long, cool, but sunny summers, but then also we want that tannin. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so you definitely get it. Yeah. Tell me about your Chardonnay too. Like, what are you doing there? It's quite viscous sort of wine. It's quite dense. Yeah. So this is a, this vineyard is, right next to block eight. I'm actually, it's, I'm looking at it right outside my window. It's mm -hmm. a very steep vineyard. It's about a 40% slope. And just like block eight, it has a lot of this red, reddish rock in it. So it's this really mm -hmm. rocky high iron soil. The vines are 30 plus years old. Um, my dad planted it for William Selium. We really don't do anything to it in the winemaking. I mean, the, the wine is pressed and settled and then racked into oak barrels mostly older barrels and then it's allowed to go naturally through primary it goes through secondary usually while it's going through primary um and and the vineyard just tends to produce these pretty dense powerful yeah. wines that are just you know they have you know we try not to give the wine more body like we don't do any batonage or anything like that we just let it be itself and it's to a great extent a wine that makes itself besides the pressing there's really nothing more to it Okay. So, yeah. At 19, I would say, is definitely a riper vintage for the Chardonnay um, yeah. than, than 18 or 20. Yeah. yeah. And then Bonham, I liked it was very, um, it's very subtle, sort of racy, classy, pretty wine. You know, it's, it's made the same way we make the top wines. The only difference is that uh, it has that, that Hellenthal fruit in it. And we look for the kind of charming, pretty barrels for that wine. So it's really beautiful. I think that can age too. Yeah, I um, when I take the inventory sheets from my dad's cellar, I see that he drink. He's always drinking old bottles of Bohemian. Oh, really? <laughs> a bottle of the '09. Yeah, it ages really well. So yeah, I mean, it's 
I mean, the vines that go, I mean, this is all 20 plus year old fruit. So, yeah. Yeah, so East, I'm just going through them now real quick because I tasted them last night. But again, chewy, tight, you know, it needs time to open up. That was probably the most yeah. uh, reserved wine. And do you use normal oak or do you use like larger formats or? It's all normal, normal size. Um, a okay. little bit of French, a little bit of um, Austrian oak. So it's a oh, Okay. Yeah, Westridge is much more open and like perfumed. I think this is my favorite wine so far from the 19s is the Westridge because it has this. Mm. It's so charming and sexy and and um, soft and pretty and mysterious. Wow. It's it's always a wine that's more driven by aromatics than by power. And it's more my style. I like yeah. lighter bodied wines, but still packs a punch. And I think the totally. tannin here is so, it's like a secret tannin. It's, there's such supple long tannins and that's a hallmark of Westridge. And what about block eight then? So that's the opposite of Westridge. It's the, it's an interesting vineyard. I mean, do you want to talk about block eight? Because well, I was just think, no, I was just thinking about when we were talking about different extraction protocols or something, mm. I don't actually think we can do anything with block eight. Block eight's <laughs> just so strong in its sort of profile that it's going to do, yeah. it's going to do what it's going to do, honestly. And I think it's just such a pretty, it's funny. It used to be my favorite. I, I think actually East Ridge is, is my favorite now, but, but, to be fair, like blockade is just powerful and strong and beautiful and elegant and just, uh, and, and like you said, because of its proximity to the Chardonnay, I think the Chardonnay mm -hmm. is also an amazing vineyard. It's funny. It's a really, sometimes, I mean, and I say this to you from your experience in Napa, sometimes you go to a vineyard and it's just so beautiful that you're like, the mm -hmm. wine here has to be kind of beautiful. Yeah. Well, I that's, think that, that works that's, around the world. It works it, for sure. And I think it's true yeah. of block eight. But if you look at the vines, the vines are always healthy, vigorous, almost to the point of being surprisingly so, mm -hmm. to, especially to produce a wine like this. So, Well, it's an interesting vineyard it's because really it's the same wine. age as Westridge, same mm -hmm. age as Eastridge, but it has no disease. So East has phylloxera, West has the virus, block eight is in perfect health. And it has this completely unique soil that we don't have anywhere else at Hirsch. What yeah. is that? It has a very distinctly peppery character to it like spices mm. yeah. that the other wine does the other wines don't have it's this it's got to be the soil because yeah. it's that reddish rocky soil that we don't have anywhere else that would be my guess oh, okay. because the wine interesting really yeah it's really not that different i mean when we talk about different vinification i mean the the range of choices is so narrow there there is difference in how the wines are vinified but it's not wildly different it's kind of on the top of a ridge in a way that not the other the other blocks aren't right There's it's also a valley, flatter yeah the valley kind of right before it and then the valley kind of right after it it's a little different so it's, than what, what are the what's the production of things like west ridge east ridge blockade how many bottles do you make so actually it's all on the back. So the Eastridge oh, is three, okay. four, yeah. All of the wines are on the back except for San Andreas right. and Bohan because we, we make a bit more of those, you know, make a few thousand cases of those, but everything else, it should be on the back. Yeah, around about three, around 300 cases. And um, is there, I haven't really checked the prices for a while. Are, is it 
of are all these around the same price? The single no. vineyards. So Bohan is, but all of the all of the reserve wines are between seventy five mm-hmm. and ninety five. San okay. Andreas is sixty, Chard is sixty, and the Bohan is thirty eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Bohan's third. That's those are retail U.S. retail. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we have Bohan in Hong Kong. I don't think Watson's has it. You know, to be honest with you, I haven't. Uh, we haven't <laughs> sold Bohan Dylan at export that much, but they're going to be getting some of the nineteen this year. Oh, good. Okay, I'll buy some. I think it might be on the boat. You know, everything's slow these days. <laughs> I was going to say we might open up. Yeah, <laughs> it's so insane. It's oh. pretty crazy that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and what about the ra- the um, ration? Yeah. So the ration ridge. This is a newer wine for us. We we've only been making it for about five years. This part of the vineyard is the highest elevation point. It's a younger vines compared to our other reserve wine. So this is about this was planted in '02, and it's a, t- a more of a kind of modern planting. So very dense. Uh, uh, tight spacing. Um, it's very windy, so it's actually devigorated by the wind. It got really stressed this year. It, you know, since the time the vineyard was young, I mean, seven or eight years old, there was something we could taste it. I mean, we planted about 20 new acres in 02, and these vineyards stuck out amongst those new plantings as having this energy and this unique expression very early on, but we didn't bottle it on its own because we thought, you know, let's make sure that what we're tasting is really going to persist and that, you know, there's something that we might call terroir there. So we only started bottling it on its own a few years ago. And for me, it's, I think this is one of the vineyards where we're still trying to figure out the ripeness. I think our old winemakers were picking it with a ripeness profile more like Eastridge, which I don't think this vineyard wants to be. I mean, these are young, healthy vines. I think it it should have a, a ripeness profile a little bit closer to block eight. We got to let it run a little. So we picked it a little bit oh. later this year. I think we might dial it back a tiny bit, but yeah, it's a very energetic vineyard with a really expressive, intense, explosive nose, but then it's on the palate, it's got that tannin. Mm-hmm. So it's healthy check because I think otherwise That's it would totally be the top. So, but it I has love, has different. Yeah, yeah, it has more blue fruits than the, um than the other wines, like raspberries. Yeah. and I agree it, that it has t- a like slower. it's yeah, and it has it, it has uh you described it exactly how I wrote it with that with the blue fruits. It's very aromatic, and then has firm mm-hmm. tannins and chewy and intense. But it's racy at the end. I th- I think yeah. I mean, it needs time to open, but it really is distinct distinctly different than the other wines you yeah. know yeah i'm surprised I you, this wine. you I think it's, yeah i'm surprised you, know, you surprised said you what? harvested i was surprised you said you heart you might have harvested it too late because it doesn't have any of that you know late like you know super ripe character it's very cool no like coolness to it you know Blueness. It's, it's so funny when i when I was in Germany, everybody kept saying to me about this wine, and it was a, it was the eighteen. I think I said, "Oh, it's so cool! It's so cool!" And I, you yeah. know, was not familiar with this expression, "cool fruit." But yeah, I think it does have that cool fruit, but yeah. yet it can be ripe. Which is such a cool, yeah, it's such a great uh, combo to find. And I, I think overall for Hirsch and for Fort Ross Seaview, for our little micro region, you know, we're a high elevation relative to the rest of the True Sonoma Coast. 
So it's a relatively warm region within a very cold region, right? So we're protected from some of the really extreme fog. And what that means is in a good vintage, like what this year is shaping up to be, or 19, we get so much sunshine, but we don't get too much heat. And I think you taste that in a lot of the wines where they're really intensely uh, fruited, but they're elegant and balanced. And like you said, they have a raciness, they yeah. have a focus to them, but they have so much fruit. And we also farm for that, right? I mean. There's, we, we farm biodynamically, so we're not doing chemical farming. We are trying okay. to match the canopy and the fruit load so that there's a, a real, you know, like I said, with block eight, you want to leave it heavier. The same thing with some parts of ration, not all of it. So as to really balance it and balance the ripening um, to get those intense fruit flavors, but still with freshness and precision. I mean, you can hang so, stuff absolutely. a very long time here. I mean, that. So what do you think, like, how, how are you feeling now about Sonoma Coast in general? Like, are, are people, is the market um, fully aware of the fantastic wines that are being made out there now? Yes, I would say. I would say that the Sonoma Coast is, I mean, I, I guess, like, certainly amongst the trade, that there's a real awareness yeah. and there's a real awareness of the true Sonoma Coast versus the rest of the coast. Um, you may already be aware, but we, our region applied for its own AVA and it's going to be approved any day now. There, there will be oh, a I didn't West know that. Sonoma Coast AVA. Yeah, I, you know, it's all been held up at the TTB, but I think it should be this fall that it will be announced. Um, but, um, but yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think the average consumer of wines of this price point mm -hmm of Pinot Noirs of this price point has some appreciation for the importance of the coast. So yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it's amazing. And so it's going to be the, it's what's the AVA going to be? West Sonoma coast. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much. It was really nice to finally talk. I haven't seen you for a while and um, yeah. nice to meet you. And, and you. anyway, I will look forward to catching up in person um, very soon. I hope at least early yes. next year or something, you know, some, with this mess but anyways it's oh, at least yes. we're drinking thank good you. wine yeah thank yeah, you for exactly. taking thank you for taking the time james and yeah. and uh, stay safe over there oh. you too and also thank uh you. best of luck with the harvest it sounds like you yeah. have a good one so touch wood i hope so we'll yeah. make thank sure you, it'll yes. be great yeah. okay guys thanks again have thank a great you. evening <laughs>